0: I'm Jessica Johnson Cope.
1: And I'm Walid Cope. This
0: This is is Commerce and Chill. chill. We're two business owners who work together. And
1: happen to be married to each other.
0: Join us as we discuss our thoughts on business.
1: And share our personal experiences on this journey.
0: So grab something to write with, an adult beverage, and grab your boo if you can.
1: Because who knows where this might lead.
0: And welcome back. We're live ish <laughs> yeah, live. if you're sitting here with us it's live if you're at home on your phone on your computer on your whatever then it's video live live video but not so live uh if you're looking from that side you get to see the coke cam what's up coke cam been around the world and I I, I, I. I can't see my coke cam Um, welcome back. So,
1: what'd you have before you came out (laughs) here today? I had
0: a brownie bite.
1: I don't know what was in it, but don't eat those anymore, please. No,
0: I wanted a Chick-fil-A, but I settled for a brownie bite.
1: Today, and by the way, today's episode is sponsored by Chick-fil-A. No,
0: No, it's not. No, it's not, psych. Stop. It's sponsored by Sweat and Tears.
1: (laughs) Working hard.
0: Yes, we have been working, so we decided to take a quick break to visit with you and talk about um, our thoughts on reflections and growth in business. So, Coach. Johnson. When you think about reflections and growth and your business uh, excursion or your business experience, what are some of the first things that come to mind?
1: Wait, you said when I think about what?
0: Reflections. On
1: you're talking about to like, be like on reflect- 2019?
0: No, we're not talking about time. My man, Master P, no, not the man, Master P. Um, you ever hear that tribe called Quest song and, and Q-Tip is like, "Oh, a large professor," and he's like, "Don't say the date because like my man, P said don't stay the date because you don't want to like, date yourself."
1: I don't know, like, and, I'm like it doesn't matter if I date myself. Like my whole beard is white now; it's gray. Like, like I've, I'm done.
0: No, <laughs> but some concepts are timeless, okay. so you don't need to put a timestamp on them. Okay, cool. So when you when you reflect on your entrepreneurial journey and your journey in business, what are some things that come to mind when you think about how you've grown personally and how you've grown your businesses?
1: Some things that come to mind to reflect on growing personally and in business? Mm-hmm. Um, damn. It's a lot. Um, Start small. Yeah, I'm thinking of something like Start that. small
0: like the brownie, the brownie bite I just ate.
1: Um, hmm. I would say, like, not taking stuff so seriously, mm-hmm. like, everything is like interwoven. So, people get hung up, like, or I used to get hung up, like, oh, this happened, and then thinking back, like, if that didn't happen, or oh, I should have done this instead. But just thinking back and realizing that this thing happened, which ended up leading to something else, which led to that, which led to this win. But when you first look at the first thing that started it, you'd be like, oh, it's a bad thing. You don't realize that it's going to, it leads to something else. So if you take it all seriously and be like, oh, I'm getting all bent out of shape, just like bump it, it happened, deal with it and just move on to the next thing and then watch what it ends up blossom into.
0: So is that more on a personal side or on a business side? I would
1: say both. Because the same thing with business, like stuff is going to go wrong. Like a client calls about something, want to, the guards did, or somebody calls and was like, "Oh, something was wrong with their, you know, their like dr- their dry clean order or something." And I was like, either I can just wig out and be like, "Whose fault is it?" Blah 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 blah. Da da da, your fault. And just hit the pause button and be like, "It happened. How do we fix it and address it?" So yeah, personal and business.
0: So, are there any regular intervals in which you stop and reflect on your journey?
1: Like every day, like. Like it's weird for me. Um, something else to do. Like I don't sit like I don't know, you like read these books and or you see people in these videos or on stage and they're just be like at this point in time, like they say this one thing happened in their life and then they're like, That changed everything for me. Like and I get it, respect. It probably it happens. To me, it's just like it's every day, like. X happened, I'm like, okay, go do Y. Like, I can't think of, like, one defining moment, like, where I'm like, oh, this happened, and it just changed the course of my life. Every day, I'm just looking at what happened, and then just, just changing the course of the ship, like, in real time. Like, I don't know. Like, you know. I'm just telling you like it is. Like inside my head is weird. Like it's just I don't know. Like you're asking me to like describe what's in there. It's like I don't
0: know. I'm not necessarily asking you to describe what's in there. It's a dangerous place. But if you if somebody were new to business and they're trying to start, or if they're young and don't have a lot of business experience, what can you tell them that will help them? If you just like oh you don't understand what's in my head. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's a different question you're asking me now
0: so like no like I, if my you, head is
1: confused no.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> so
1: you, you're asking me so many hard questions like somebody new in business yes what would i tell them
0: about reflections
1: about reflection and
0: reflecting like for know. example like how often should you reflect like
1: i don't know that's what i'm saying like i don't i don't take shit that serious oh sorry i cursed um like, I take it seriously, but I don't take it serious. So people be like, oh, you should reflect and, like, think about think I'm just like, listen, this happened. It was a good result. It was a bad result. It was bad. Was, don't do that anymore. It was good. Oh, let's do more of that. Throw gas on it. Like, I don't know. To me, to the reflection thing is, like, it's not that deep. I'm not saying it's not an important thing or people shouldn't reflect. But to me, it's like it happened let's just go because I don't want to dwell too much on the past because then you get hung up on the past and then you get stuck in the paralysis and then you're analyzing this and you're analyzing that. And I'm just like, this happened. It was good. Okay. I'm going to do more of it. This happened. It was bad. I don't want to do that again. I don't know.
0: But you're contradicting yourself. How? Because you're first, saying, first of all, whoa. I am a
1: contradiction. Like I don't know. Like
0: because you're saying refle- I just told you. You're saying head. reflection like, doesn't matter, but then you're saying oh, reflect. Is it good? Okay, good. If it's bad. But it's I'm bad. saying like
1: not that deep. Like i i reflect on it for like maybe I don't know a couple seconds, maybe a minute. But I'm not like going into this whole deep like journey and retrospect and be like oh when I was five. I shouldn't have put my hand on the icing, and then my moms came and spanked me from ruining the birthday cake before they lit the candle and blew it out. I'm just like, I see cake, I don't touch the icing until somebody says, happy birthday. And then i am like, oh, icing,
0: yay! Like, I don't know. So do you think that it would be better if you had a more structured approach to reflection?
1: I don't know. I can't say yes or no, because everybody's different, and like works for some people, like super structured. In my head, I'm like really structured, like, you have no idea. Like, in my head, I can't tell. Like the whole team is laughing right now. <laughs> All you, everybody out there behind the camera, everybody in the team is laughing because they're like, yeah. In my head, I'm like super organized and structured, which is why I want team members around me who are really organized and, you know, practical and, and disciplined in what they do and structured. But in real life, I'm just like, it's like here, 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 here. Do, 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 do. Which is like, having a team is important. Like, a good team.
0: But don't you think that you can potentially confuse or give your team the wrong messages if you're telling them that the expectation is to be organized and then you're not demonstrating it?
1: No. No.
0: No? No! <laughs> Where's that in the dictionary? No.
1: <laughs> Where's what in the dictionary? No. 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 It's right. It's the Urban um, Dictionary for no. <laughs> Google it, somebody. It's in the Urban Dictionary under no. No, because my, my whole thing is I have a team because I'm going to hire people at, to do what I'm weak at. The things I'm weak at, I'm punting it. I'm getting I'm getting three points on that, or I'm like, four, it's fourth down, punt it. You take care of it. That's not my strength. My strength is something else, so I'm going to focus on that. And somebody else on the team will focus on what I'm weak in because that's what they're strong in, and that's how we all move forward together. Looking like you don't, you ain't buying that.
0: I'm not. What are you what?
1: I'm just saying that's, that's my thing.
0: Well, won't you tell us
1: about your reflection periods and reflection time, please? How how would you advise a new entrepreneur, just anybody in life? What they should do about reflection. Because I always see you making notes, writing stuff on cards and these different notebooks and tablets you'd be writing. I mean, postcards, not postcards, index cards and post-its. So, please enlighten us.
0: Well, I think it's good to start with the goal. But you may not always have a goal. So, that's why I try to write things down so I can capture where I am at any moment in time. As well as capture where I'm trying to go. So, then when I go and I look back and say, oh... On this date, on June 5th, I said I wanted to do A, B, and C. And Mm -hmm. so now when I look back, I can see how far I've come or I haven't come from June 5th. So I believe that reflection is important and that we should be reflecting on a regular basis. Now, how often we reflect, that depends on the person. But if you also haven't documented or captured where you are and where you wanna go, it makes it a lot more challenging to reflect. Let me give you an example. At the end of last year, I went through every single week of my calendar Mm -hmm. to remind myself of all of the different events I had attended, all of the different people with whom I met, and I started charting who I needed to follow up with. Okay. And then I thought it was gonna be just like one little column, maybe 10, 15 people, or maybe one person a month that I would need to reach back out to. But in doing so, it reminded me of how many different events I had attended, how many different people I had met, how many opportunities I missed to reconnect with people, um, when I had dropped the ball, when I didn't drop the ball, and if I hadn't taken the time to reflect, I may not have been able to capitalize on opportunities that are still on the table. And I also would have brushed it off as if last year or previous year wasn't as successful as I wanted it to be. Like by reflecting and writing down what I had done and then reviewing what I had done, it reminded me of, wow, it was a pretty awesome year, setbacks and all, and wow, I met some pretty awesome people. And wow, you know, in the new year, I could reach out to those people and reignite some old um, relationships. I don't know about you, but if I have somebody that reaches out to me that I hadn't spoken to in a while, I don't sit there and say, oh, man, I haven't heard from this person in, like, 12 years. No, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wow, nice to hear from you. What's going on? What you doing? How can we work together? Oh, no, I right? think that. You know I'm not I mean? saying in
1: a bad way. Like, I'll just be like, oh, shoot, I haven't talked to this person in, like, ten years.
0: But by the time they call you like you feel bad or you feel better.
1: It I, like I don't know. Like I can't say bad or better. Like a, a good example is like I posted something on LinkedIn like I don't know last week and one of my my boys can't hit left a comment and hit me up and I want to say we probably haven't talked. His son is got is like 16 now. Maybe, like, 14 years, give Is or take. Is that
0: really your boy if you haven't talked in, like, 14 years?
1: See, but that's where I'm different because, like, to me, like, life happens and things are going on. And, like, sometimes people, like, we, you hit that fork in the road and, like, we all worked, used to work together. And we, like, it was three of us. It was Kevin, Kent, and myself. We were running hard all the time in the office and out in, in, the, in the street. And when I say in the street, I don't mean, like, doing bad stuff. Like, we were, we were selling real estate together. But life happens and it was like a fork in the road and like everybody started doing something different and then we reconnected. But to me, it's like it's like hitting a pause button on your favorite song, cause the phone rings. So you pause it, you take the phone call. Then and then you, you come the,
0: back to the song 14 years later. Then
1: when you finish the phone call, you hit the pause button and you go right back into your groove. That's how it is for me, like everybody's different. To me, it's just like, oh, some time passed, but I'm like, you still my boy or you still my home girl. Like, give me a hug, like how how's everything been? Bah, bah, bah. To me, it, it almost like I feel sad sometimes because I'm like, damn, we lost all this time. But then I look at it from the other side and be like, it makes it that much more interesting because all that time that we weren't connecting, mm-hmm. that gives us like so much to catch up and talk about that makes it that much more exciting when we do reconnect.
0: But do you think that if you were more intentional about reflecting on your network and the people in your network, that you may have reached out to Kent a little bit sooner?
1: Nope. Because the cards didn't have that... Listen, I said it earlier. I think everything happens for a reason. And it happens in, in time.
0: BS. I'm calling BS on that. Okay. Because if, if, if you were just...
1: No, I'm not talking about sitting around like that whole secret BS where you're just like, oh, I'm going to have a million dollars. Oh, I'm going to have a successful business. No, you're I'm the not first talking
0: person about, talking mm-hmm. about execute, execute, execute. I am, but I'm just But same. that's not executing. That's not being intentional.
1: But if you... I'm the saying cards it,
0: will come with me when it comes to my boys.
1: I'm just saying it happens. Those in, are my boys.
0: It's not like you're my boy. <laughs> it's like I'm
1: sitting on the couch like, oh, can't wait to reconnect with those dudes. Ah, oh, I'll send them a message tomorrow. No, you were talking about like reflection. You're like, and you said earlier how you, you do a deep dive into the reflection. I'm just like, oh, damn. What happened with X, Y, and Z? Yo, I need to catch up with them. Mental note made, get back on the grind. And then during the grind, something will trans- transpire or happen during that grind time frame or that timeline to be like, oh, remember such and such you were reflecting on before? Time to check that off the list. Done. Check. Like, I don't. to me, it, it, everything happens. But it happens based on you obviously executing and mapping a strategy towards it, not just sitting around like, one day I'm going to own a business. Or one day I'm going to drive this fancy car. Or one day I'm going to meet my spouse. You know, whatever it is. Like, you, you have to act on it. But I'm just saying, within my reflection, it's not like a super deep dive like yours where you go to your notes and all this. I'm just like running through my, you know, my mental journal. I'm like, oh, what about this? Oh, yeah, we need to finish that. or We need to follow up on it. Which is why I'm like, I'm super organized in my head and I want a good team. So when I'm like, hey, team member... I want that virtual, that AR joint in the next piece doing X, Y, and Z and it spinning around advertising this or promoting that. That's what I got the team for because I'm, my head, I'm running a hundred miles an hour. I'm like, I'm thinking, t- we doing today, I'm thinking next year, right? Everybody's the, oh, my thing for 20, but 2020. But when you get to next year, when you get to next year, you
0: haven't even thought, look back and be like, oh, this is what we did well. So that you know what to do more of. Oh, yeah, I do. But I'm just saying I'm
1: not doing it in the same aspect as everybody else. Like, everybody has their own style. I'm not knocking it. You you write everything down. Like, your notes, are, like, they're phenomenal. Like, we be in meetings, and you write everything down. And you got these different color pins. Everything is color-coded. And I'm like, damn, like, that looks so impressive. But to me, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to try it. And then I'm just like, damn, I got to carry five pens. I'm not, like, give me one pen. Like, I I just write it down. Boom. That
0: sounds like excuses.
1: It's not excuses. It's just my style. Like, in this...
0: Excuse style.
1: Excuse style. Excuse
0: style. Somebody put
1: that at the bottom in words. Excuse style. Excuse And and come up with a definition for Webster's Dictionary. But, like, like, this year, like, I look back. So, you talk about reflection. I look back and I was like, man, I make notes horrible. There's pieces of paper here. I got a notebook with some stuff in it. So, I'm like, this year, I'm like, not even this year. I was like, I need to change up because that whole 2020 is the new year resolution like I don't believe in that I'm like you want to change something just do it now whether it's a Sunday a Monday it's the 12th it's the 31st whatever day it is just do it so the, I was like I got to get better with these notes and pieces of paper everywhere and then I put them in my pocket so now I'm trying to change up my strategy going forward to get them all in one place and I don't know how it's going to work because I'm just starting to work on it now. But, like, you know, maybe one or two episodes, we'll see what happens. And I'll just be like, it worked. Or I'll be like, I'm looking for something new.
0: We may or may not see because you might not take the time to look back and reflect.
1: Oh, okay. That's a dig. I got it. <laughs> I'll take that. Thing, one for you. Somebody put a score thing pop up on the screen. One point for Johnson.
0: It's not a competition.
1: No, it's not a competition. It's I'm just, just keeping score. trying to figure
0: score. out the best, pa- best, best practices.
1: Absolutely. But I'm still keeping score. Ding, one for Johnson. So reflection, yeah, everybody reflects different. So my advice to someone is to reflect as often as you can or as often as you want, based on your style. Yours is very detailed and deep. Mine is like different. <laughs> so to move on to the next question. what <laughs> are some mistakes you've seen biz- business owners making? Where these questions come mistakes. from bro something? Right. up in that website <laughs> we were talking. Nah. What are some mistakes? What? What are some mistakes you've seen business owners make in the early stages of their career, and what advice would you give to that business owner in regards to that mistake? Bro. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm still making mistakes. I'm probably making a am mis- making mistakes right now. Like, I, I like I pulled this thing out. Somebody probably watching the video and be like, "Why is he playing with that?" I like. I don't know. Like, I don't know mistakes people make
0: okay change the question not what mistakes do people make what mistakes did you make top three
1: a lot top three a lot top the top three, three mistakes I made <laughs> a lot um geez, I don't know they're the, like not acting fast enough on some ideas I had procrastinating like a great example at the at the box the box. we should have started deliveries way sooner than we just started that was a, that was not a huge mistake but it was a mistake did it did it did it put us out of business no but it was an opportunity where we could have got a lot more traction than we have now with our client base and then the neighborhoods that we're in um, top three I can't even say the top three. I'm just like, is this a mistake? Come on, hold yourself
0: accountable.
1: Oh, it's like, listen, I hold myself accountable every day. You're going to mess something up next week. You know whose fault it is? Whose fault is it? Mine. It's not your fault. It's my fault. You know why? I hired you. (laughs) At the end of the day, anything goes wrong at any one of our companies, it's our fault. Everybody else here has the luxury of saying when something goes wrong to the client or to another team member, I don't know. Let me go ask Johnson. Let me go ask Cope. And they hand it off. It's like football. Everybody's about to tackle me. I hand you the ball and then everybody stops running after me and starts running after you to tackle you. All the pressure, everything just went away from me. Now it went to you. So anybody on the team has that luxury. We are the first... And last line of defense when something goes wrong. There is no, there's nobody else's fault. One of our team members right now at a site is chewing gum and it's against the rules that the client is upset or doesn't have their tie on. The, the client's going to look at them and then pick up the phone and send us an email, a text, or call us and be like, Hey, Johnson, I'm over here in lower Manhattan and your guard doesn't have a tie on. What's up with that?
0: I gave him two ties. But
1: you can't it's even my say fault. that. You can't it's even my be, fault.
0: You can't even it's like my fault. I
1: don't know, you know, I don't know, Ricky, why he's not wearing a tie. You know, I gave him two. No, cuz at the end of the day, you hired him. So if Johnny doesn't wear his tie when Ricky calls and complains,
0: you got to take it like a champ.
1: I, we hired him. It's our fault. So, accountability? Yes, sir.
0: I eat accountability for breakfast, lunch, and every dinner. day. All right, every so, day. So what what uh top three
1: mistakes?
0: He just said one. All right. So I like, and I say one now?
1: Yeah, well, like I don't know, what's the mistake you made? I
0: like, think one of my three, one of my biggest mistakes, mistakes was trusting untrustworthy people, right? So when you're getting started, you may not have a team and so you may go off the strength of people that you know through other people. So connections, strong and weak links. And when I came into the security business, there were people who were working for us because they had worked with my dad or worked with my grandma so i was like all right they were good with my dad and my grandma they go with me but they weren't and i was trusting that because it worked well with my dad and my grandma that they would have the same respect for me and they would put in the same work ethic but on a couple of different vac- occasions i realized that wasn't the case and what who I thought people were was not who they really were. So I'm not going to say don't trust people, but you have to be mindful that sometimes we put our trust in people who are not trustworthy. Um, and that can repeat itself because then you get gun shy. You don't want to hire people. You don't want to work with people, or it takes you a longer time to make a decision about doing business with people. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you're just like, I got to deal with them. I got to hire somebody. I have to, you know, I have to take this account. And then in the end you realize, man, that person wasn't worth it. And so, um, as an entrepreneur, you have to build out your um, sensitivity, not like not like Ralph Transvent sensitivity, but more like, um, just be conscious of people who are trustworthy for you. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it says trust your gut. Um, you got to b- build up that gut muscle and not like by eating too much or too many brownie bites, but just. In understanding what works for and with you, and what kind of people um, you can better deal with.
1: Yeah, I get yeah. That, I Like I could go with that. That that makes sense.
0: What are the mistakes? How are you, you you done?
1: Oh, like, I, like I could probably think of like a couple hundred, but at the end of the day, like I I, I like I don't re, I don't like. I don't respect my mistakes. That's the easiest thing I can say. Like, they happen, and I'm like, learn from it, and then go on. But here's one you you brought up, what, talking about um, what Hamlet said about someone who's new in business, or not even new in business, so just in business, period. Here's here's the best one I can give you, mistake I've made, that I will continue, I will not make anymore. Can you hear me good here? Because I want to make sure everybody hears this good. Do not hesitate to fire people and to hire new people let me repeat that fire them i am not saying i like firing anybody i hate it more than anything but the longer someone who is not a good fit stays the longer it throws everything else off in your organization and then it becomes this thing where it's like like almost like poison and then the people next to them they get like irritated or they get turned off and then it ruins their experience and then it's going to ruin your clients and customers experience because then they're going to be feeling some kind of way and then when they have to interact with your client where your revenue comes from that's going to be a problem for you so fire fast and then hire
0: I can say this for Bass. for people who have come to me and asked for business advice. One of the things that's particularly irritating is when people ask for advice and then they don't follow the advice that you oh, give. Them. I don't want to talk about that. Like that's a mistake. <laughs> that's a mistake. Now, if I go to the dog groomer the and Instagram. ask the dog groomer how to grow my security business, the dog groomer might not have the best advice. But if I'm in security and I go to a security person and ask them what they did to grow their business, and they tell me step by step what they did. And then I decided to do something different. Number one, I just wasted their time. And number two, I look like an idiot. Um, so if you're gonna ask someone for advice.
1: But they're asking you because they already know the they answer. They've already they already made a choice, which is why they're asking you because they want you to validate their choice.
0: I'm saying don't waste my time.
1: I get that, but l- let's think about the whole, you know, the psychology behind it. Oh, man. I gotta do that order for dude. Um, someone who's asking you that, has already made made a decision but they want you to validate the decision they made because they're concerned about the judgment that's going to happen when they do that when they execute on that choice
0: but your judgment is going to be even worse when you realize you're wrong, wrong no but they're not
1: worried about their judgment or which to choose they're worried about what the people around them are going to judge them and think about the choice they made so now they're asking you to get a bunch of people to hopefully be in line with the decision that they've already made in their head. So when they do it, and those people, and it fails, and those people come back and be like, damn, you suck. They'll be like, but you said I should do it. Because they want to play the, oh, you agreed. What's that, Misery Loves Company? But if, if in my head, what's that post we did not so long ago, Espinosa talking about filtering out the noise, yeah. right? Go back to that, bring that post up on from IG we put up. Like, If you're filtering out the noise and you're making this decision based on your business, What is the best interest for you, your family, your your team members, your clients? Who cares what these other people think? Because most of the time, the people who are going to be judging you and talking about the people who haven't walked in your shoes, who are not in business, have no freaking clue what you deal with on a day-to-day. Here's my new thing. Here's my new thing for everyone. Anyone that wants to tell me, what I should be doing or how I should be doing it. Now, it's different if someone you're going to for advice who has done what you're trying to do, who has accomplished it, or is doing the same thing and has made advances in it, or might be struggling just like you in it, and then you compare notes be like, yo, I did this and it didn't work, and they're like, well, I did these other things that didn't work, and be like, okay, so now we know not to do any of these other things both of us have done. Let's try these things that neither one of us has done, and now we win, right? My whole thing is, Someone's like, oh, you should not do it. Like, I can't tell you the amount of times people have said, oh, you're doing this with your business or you should fire Ordonez because he's no good. They didn't really say that. I'm just messing with you, Ordonez. But, like, my whole thing is how many times have you made payroll for 200 people? If they cannot answer that question, then I'm going to be like, I respectfully decline what you're telling me. Because you're, you're telling me from an outside perspective, and I'm not saying somebody looking on the outside can not add value, but if, if you're on the outside and I'm on the court dribbling the ball, you've never played basketball, you've never taken a jump shot, you've never done a layup, you don't know how much air should be in the ball for it to bounce properly, you've never coached, how
0: much can you really tell me about what I'm doing? Let's get this though so if you're starting a business if you're new to business even if you've been in business for a long time there are people out there that will tell you all of their secrets and they're usually the most successful people like warren buffett you read books on what he tells people you can see him on cnbc it's not like a secret to his strategy it's just the people that he tells most of the time they don't listen and apply what it well, is. most said. people don't listen. I know, but that's the key. That's the key. When you talk no, about you mistakes. No,
1: you know why? Because it, it's hard.
0: It's not hard. No, what
1: we but what we one foot in front no, of the what, other. That's hard for pe- pe- some people. What we do every day is hard. Listen, if it wasn't hard, why do you think there are people out there selling make $5,000 a week, download this program. Scroll, 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 click, put in your information, and then sign up for my course. Or how about this one? Scroll, 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 click, join me at my mastermind down in Miami, or join me at my mastermind in in San Diego. And it's always someplace with some nice freaking weather, too. Like, what is up with that? But if, if people were willing to put in the work and do what's hard, right? There would be more people on the other side of the spectrum. But that's right?
0: one mistake. The perception is that the work is hard. I mean, it, like, like I'm, to me, it's much harder to be broke in America than to work. I get that,
1: but I'm just talking about no, it's, the,
0: the, like the work. It's, no, for real, for real, for real. But
1: it's hard compared to what they're used to doing. If you really think how about it, how would
0: you know it. if you don't try?
1: Because to them, mentally, they have established like it's why. Why do people make millions and hundreds of millions or whatever that's. Whatever that motivational industry self-help—I don't know what the dollar amount is. Somebody needs to Google that and have that thing pop up over my head. Whatever the dollar amount is, somebody needs to put that in here in this video and and show—it is so much money in that industry because people want something easy, and it will. Unfortunately, it probably will never stop. It will never stop. Like I bet you half the conferences people go to. They're selling to them probably, I don't know, 70, 80% of the time. They're pitching them to buy something when they go to these conferences. You, you you go to a conference, there's a table in the back, and they got stuff for you to buy.
0: What's the last time you went to a conference?
1: Exactly. I don't go because... So how do you know? Because. Like, I see their, their videos come up in my feed. it would be like, sponsored. Are you coming to to Miami 2020. We're going to be there and we're going to tell you how to freaking 5X your business. What? Just pay a low fee of 1997. You know, some crazy. But then they tell you, oh, this package normally sells for $5,000. But if you click now, I'm going to give it to you for $500. Get that. How does it go from 5000 to 500 And everybody out there know exactly what I'm talking about. They've seen it. It'd be some big ticket. And then they put this slash through it. And then they'd be like, oh, we're going to throw in this. And this is a $800 value. We're going to throw this in. This is a $1,200 value.
0: It's, and you'll get this it, whole package. It's, it's called economy of scale.
1: Economy of scale. It's called economy of scam. <laughs> 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 economy of scam. <laughs> no way. Like, it's, it's hard. Just right up there where somebody says, oh, cope. Like, they'll DM me, right? And Or send me, like, a, leave a comment and DM me. Like, what are your recommendations for passive income? Don't even get me started on passive income. There, there's no such thing as passive income. Every piece, every penny, every dollar, every amount of income that comes into our accounts, we work for. It's, passive means I just do something and I sit here and I have to do absolutely nothing and it continues to send me money. I don't know of anything that you could make. You're
0: a who? A pyramid scheme. Yeah,
1: pyramid. That scheme. It's a scheme. I'm talking about something legitimate, honest. Where I can go home at night and lay down, and I'll have no stress, and be like, oh man. Like I got, like yo, know, I got morals. Like I can't be taking money from people and just be like, oh, now give me five hundred dollars because I told you you should use a red pen when you write your proposals to your clients because red gets more attention. Like I, I couldn't do that. Like I, I just can't. Right. So. Like There is no such thing as passive income. And people come up with this and they think that because they want something easy. Let's be absolutely clear. Everyone, are you out there? Is everyone listening? Let's be clear. If those plans, those schemes, those programs, whatever name we want to call them, worked where it says you can make this $10,000 a week or I grew my business 100x in six months, if they worked... Don't you think everybody would be doing them and everybody would be rich?
0: But what what about the people that they do work for? Because, yeah, they wh- because you know who they work
1: for? <clears throat> the person who's selling it to you. That's who it works but for. But
0: they have people that come and really benefit from some of those conferences and, I'm talking about, and turn, turn it around. Granted, it might be a very small percentage of them. It, so you're saying we should get rid of all of them? No, these I'm people? not saying get
1: rid of anything. This is America, it's capitalism. People are free to sell whatever they want that is within the guidelines of the law. I'm not here to judge anybody about ethics and what's morally right, because everybody has a different compass when it comes to that. I'm just saying for people who are out there looking forward, trying to get it fast, it's, it's not an option. It doesn't work that way. The only person getting rich is the person you're giving your money to. Now, in some of those cases, are there legitimate people out there who are like, coaches or they have they've done something in their business and they're like you know what I'm going to write down this blueprint I'm going to document the principles or the or the roadmap that got me from my business making you know $25,000 a year working by myself as a solopreneur and I built it up to a team of you know 20 people and now we're making 1.8 million a year and see, that's when people get it twisted, too, because everybody has this thing now because we're in this the age of the internet and tech that you you're, you don't have a successful business unless you're doing, like, Uber millions. Right? Like, what what is wrong with a business, legitimately, a small or mid-sized business that makes anywhere from, I don't know, two hundred dollars to $600,000 a year?
0: The, What's wrong with that? According to U.S. Small Business Administration uh, statistics I recently looked at, less um The average business with no employees Small business with no employees Grosses approximately $47,000 a year
1: Wait, uh, say that one time A small business The
0: average small business in the United States With no employees Grosses on average $47,000 a year So that
1: means the owner Is doing doing all the work themselves And they gross $47,000 a year Like think about that First of all I, don't, I have no idea what the stats are, but people talk about the 99% isn't a 1%. What, like, what is the average salary that ends up putting you in the 1% category? Because people think, one, say, 1%, and I think people think people that are, like, uber rich, like they have hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars or billionaires. Like, they're probably, like, the point zero one percent or some crazy number like that. But if you're just in a 1%, like, if... If the average business is one person, which is the owner of the business, makes forty-seven thousand. I bet you if you if your business or you make probably like somewhere like the three to four hundred thousand dollar range, you're probably close to the one percent. And I'm just like, first of all, what's wrong with that? People have got it so twisted. Well like, at least
0: I, the 10%. But
1: I like what well, maybe
0: the 20%. Like, listen, I'm, but
1: still. I'm bad at math. Like I count on my fingers. Check my post. Like I don't like, what is wrong with that? That's why I think people gotta, you need to figure out what's good for you and your world, your ecosystem, and do that.
0: Well, I'll say this as a side note. I encourage women to try to get as much as you can, build your purse, ask for what you're worth. We're always gonna get less money than men get. So I don't have any problems with women trying to get a million dollars. I'm not saying $1. you shouldn't get well, a But hold on, let me, let, me finish my, I'm just saying, let me finish my public okay. service announcement. PSA. I'm all for millionaire women. I'm all for millionaire women business owners. Go out and get that money. You know why? Because when we make money, we 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 reinvest. We reinvest in our families. We reinvest in our businesses. We reinvest in our communities. And so, if we're not making as much money, then we're pulling from a place um, in maybe putting ourselves in a detriment. But the more money we make, the more we can put those funds to work and reinvest. And the people that we're already reinvesting it. So, ladies, do not be afraid to get your millionaire on. Here's the all my millionaire women in the making. Holla at your girl, let's make it happen sooner than later. What you were saying?
1: I'm like I don't like what you said is spot on. Like people I want people to make as much as they want to make. But don't don't chase it or be under the perception that it has to be under this guideline or or this this cloud that someone else has created because when you go on their social you see them sitting in a fancy car or in a private jet or like they're always on vacation. Like, bro, like, listen, like, don't even get me started on, like, I don't know of anybody, anybody who's built a business that is successful and has reached a high level. And every time I look at their social, they're on vacation or they're at some restaurant eating. I don't I don't get it. And I'm not judging anyone. I'm not saying it's wrong or right. But if if I'm taking the funds personally and this is just me. If I'm taking whatever excess profits, whatever profits my, my company kicks off, and I take that and put it in my pocket and say, you know what? We're going to like Bora Bora, or we're going to like Turks and Caicos, or we're going to eat at this restaurant. That's money I'm not putting back in the company to grow it, right? I'll give you a, a good... I get. You get it as well as I do. People will send us a DM or message us or text us, people who are closer to us, that have our numbers or email us or social and be like, Your videos are nice. Your videos are hot, right? You've gotten that. How do you do it? And then you respond to them, or I respond, Oh, we have a team. And then they respond, Oh, who did you use? So when we say team, they're under the impression that, oh, we outsourced it to someone else. Like, I, I found some agency or, you know, some some somebody on Craigslist. I don't know. Anywhere, wherever you find your people.
0: So are you saying our team is our vacation?
1: Exactly. Because it, cause it's, it's... Then
0: you also said fire fast? Yeah. So all these guys are fired so I can go on vacation?
1: Well, if that's your choice. But then if you do that, then what's happening right now will slowly fade away. Right, so you its, it's people want to know what kind of advice you want to give for business. It depends on who you are and what your what your goals are, right? I'm like, bring up the post again where they, somebody said to me, "Oh, Cole, what happened when you was at Cranes, New York, and you was up on the stage and they started? What what was the, the question they were asking at that Cranes um, small business panel? Which one? It was one, the, Which one? Like, she's clearly she's a baller. I'm a
0: friend should, of Cranes.
1: She's a baller. She's Cranes on the, New York all business. These different panels while I'm in the basement. Working when they were like, Oh, they started talking about exit strategies for family businesses,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? What'd you tell them?
0: This is the exit strategy,
1: right? It's bring up the post that we did not too long ago. What's your exit strategy, cope? Somebody asked me that in the some event. So, what's you guys' exit strategy? I'm gonna do this till I die. That's my exit strategy. The coffin, the ground, six feet, me. My exit strategy is simple. Six feet, a hole in the ground, and a coffin. I'm dead. That's when I'm out. Like, and respect to everybody who's who's doing a business, and they say, oh, I want to build it because I want to sell it. I want to do Respect. That's your goal. That's what you want to do. You want to buy a $10,000 watch? Respect. When you buy it, hit me up because I want to see it because I've never owned a $10,000 watch, and I just want to touch that on your arm for a hot second. Oh, I curse. Sorry. I just want to see it for a hot second. Beat that out, right? But for me, I'm building this for the long term. I'm in it because it's what I like to do. So if, if I can take money and say, now we hire a team. And the team helps us do X more versus me sitting here with a camera. or I'm sitting here with you. Okay, say that, record it. And then I'm sitting here, how do I edit this on? And now i got to splice this. i got to add music. Or I'm on my laptop. That ain't my thing. That's the team's thing. Put the people in a place who are stronger than you in those areas. So now I sacrifice going to Bora Bora or Turks and Caicos. I don't even know what, somebody, somebody find that on a map. Where, where is that, <laughs> right? I don't go there, but now I'm able to hire someone who's good at editing, who's good at audio, who's good at video productions, who's really creative with thumbnails or taking photos and, and editing them, Right? And then that gets us X more exposure or gets us connected to the next person because that turns into a post on LinkedIn. And then somebody sees the post and then they read the bio and say, oh, wow, she's a security lady. What's that about? Click. And then, oh, wow, security guard firms. Oh, wow. Like, hmm, I do have three buildings where I need someone sitting at the front desk. Let me send her a message. Let me DM her. Or let me send her an email and then maybe it leads to business maybe it doesn't like good example somebody texted me today and was like oh does the soapbox service sunset park sorry we don't but here's a couple places who do service sunset park they do pick up and delivery i can't vouch for them but they got some good ratings on yelp and google let me know if i can help with anything else but would that person have reached out to us to ask us if we do sunset park if we didn't have a team and we were producing content on Instagram, Facebook, or Google My Business, right? No. But maybe the next person that ask me, do you service commercial accounts in this area? And it turns into a, a, a large account or a, good si- a medium account or even a small account. Because I sacrificed going to Turks and Caicos and took that money and put it in. Espinoza, or put it in Hamlet, or put it in Ordonez, or Miss AJ, or Armbruster, who's across the pond right now. Right? Short term sacrifice leads to long term success. $422,000. $422,000 is what you need to be in the 1%. So the person that makes $5 million. 10 million, 1.1 million, a billion? What percent are they in? One percent. Million dollars. Your household makes $422,000. You're in the one percent. Now don't get me wrong. Is it hard to make $422,000? Yes and no. Depends on what you're doing, how you're trying to make it, what your passions and interests are.
0: But if you get a plan
1: and you execute and then you keep adjusting because the water gets a little choppy. I see a storm over there. So I'm going to reroute my ship. But see, everybody want to go from point A to point because B is where the the, the island is with the money and the the parties. Everybody want to get here and go straight there. But you got to realize when you buy that ticket, sometimes you got to fly here and do a layover and catch a connecting flight. And then that flight takes off, and they say, oh, this is the captain speaking. We just want to let you know we got to reroute due to bad weather. So we're going to be landing in Hardship Town for about six months. And then from there, you can catch connecting flight to get to your goal. So then you land here. And then you're like, damn, the next flight out to six months. But then you're close. You'll be like, oh, I'm so close. I can use the binoculars and stand on shore, and I can see the party island. Then you get in the little plane, that the little prop propeller plane where it lands on the little on the water with the skids. You get in that and be like, I'm so close, I'm about to get there. And that sucker takes off and you chugging, chugga, chugga, chugging, chugging. This is the pilot. Oh, no, he ain't gonna say this the pilot, because you could see him. They got those headphones on. You just hear him say, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you're in the back like, oh my god, oh I curse, sorry. What's going on? And he's like, we got emergency landing. And then you land in the ocean. And then y'all get in one of those little rafts. And you're like, damn, we're so close. But now we got a paddle. But then you realize the paddles got lost when the plane crashed. And everybody jumped out the plane so fast because it was sinking and got in the raft. So now the current is pushing you away because you got no paddles. And then you Are you going. ever going
0: to get to the island
1: you with the party? You will. But you know what? It takes work and it takes patience. So you might not get there. You think you're going to get there in two years because you brought that course that says you're going to make $5,000 a month. And then you buy it, you realize you make one dollar a month,
0: but you pay them.
1: But you paid them five thousand dollars for their mastermind,
0: right?
1: But you got to do the work. It's work. You just don't buy a ticket and it flies you there, and you're like, I'm an entrepreneur, or I'm this, and I'm that. I'm a I'm a gajillionaire. No, you have to do the work.
0: The household income doesn't really like tell you how much debt. Does attain that oh, we're not, not even
1: talking about debt, debt. Yeah. right? That's a whole nother story. It's another episode. The average citizen
0: has like sixty thousand. Jeez, that's nothing. <laughs> yeah, for no, real. bro, that's nothing if you have a mortgage. Yeah. But I know people with
1: more debt than that from school. Yeah. Sixty thousand, like I know people. That could st- be
0: one year. Depending I know on people with
1: student to loans. Too. If they only had sixty thousand dollars of debt, they'd be like, Yay! <laughs> no way. Yeah. So I don't know, like where are we now? I don't know. I think we've dropped enough knowledge for for this episode. So
0: I guess in, in summary, what we'll say is, kind of reflect on where you've been in your journey, whether it's been personal or whether it's been in business to understand what pitfalls you should try to avoid as you pursue being in business. Additionally, go and work with people who have already been successful, right? Ask them questions and heed their advice. Don't expect to make it big overnight. No, you got to put in the work. You got to bide your time. Um, but if you have a plan and you're always checking back to that plan to to realize how far you've come in the journey, what things are working, what things aren't working. If you remember to keep in touch with your network. Yeah. Um, and up, build, a, build a network um, that can help you ride out the tides and the waves a little bit faster, then you can get in that 1%, um, all things considered, if that's what you want. Uh, But no sense in making it harder than you have to We're here to help make the road a little bit easier for you, sharing our experiences and helping to encourage you. So we hope you giggled. We hope you learned something. We hope you took away a couple of nuggets that you can put into practice. Hit us back, uh, hit us on IG, hit us on LinkedIn. Let us know what you think so much about, so far about the content that we shared with you. Let us know what questions that you have so we can address them in the future. And we thank you for stopping by and visiting with us um, and look forward to bringing you some more interesting engaging controversial and funny content uh, to help you as you navigate your uh, career and business um with somebody that you work closely with holla